Hey, everybody. Hi, friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Allison, and welcome to Out of the Average Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Hi. So, Megan, today I want to teach you some Slavic folklore. Woo! I'm so very excited. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited, too. And let's just get straight into it. So, what All do you right. say? Let's get weird? Let's get weird. So, Megan, I'm introducing to you a little Slavic mythological figure um, that you might have heard of before. I actually just heard of her fairly recently. Um, I'm going to try to pronounce it correctly, and then we'll go to English pronunciation okay. after that, just for, like, ease. Um, so, it's supposedly Baba Yaga. Okay. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Okay. Baba Yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga, which is how I guess we would say it. It flows a little bit more off the tongue for us. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) We're not speaking Russian right now. No, so like it doesn't it doesn't like flow. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever heard of her? I have. I have heard of her. Not in like any great like I don't have like any deep knowledge of her or anything like that. Which I feel like I feel like I should kind of like having like a lot of Slavic blood in yeah. me. I feel like I'm so eager to learn more about Slavic folklore mm-hmm. for that reason. But um, I've only heard of her in like the most basic like media kind of senses. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, um, like, I love Marvel movies. And in Ant-Man and the Wasp, there's this one character called Kurt, and he's from Slovenia. And then there's this other character that's like, she basically is able to ghost and she can like walk through walls and things like that and like the first time this character Kurt sees her he's like oh, Baba Yaga because <laughs> like he's like from Slovenia and yeah. he like has very like yeah, he also like, thinks some other stuff is like the work of gypsies and stuff like that so it's very like influenced like yeah that. yeah and so like I've heard of it in media like along those lines like I saw it in episodes of Scooby-Doo there's Baba Yaga oh really and, yeah and like in comic books and like in Hellboy there's like the character of Baba Yaga uh... there's like random things like that that I've also um if anybody's a supernatural fan in the most I have I'm still on season one. <laughs> the la- in the last season of Supernatural, uh, season 15, there's an episode about Baba Yaga. But now, like, all of these, like, that culmination of, like, media knowledge yeah. and also just, like, the random little tidbits of her that I know, um, it's all very straightforward and not nearly as multifaceted as, like, what... I know that you've look, looked into looking. Like, I don't know. Like, I haven't listened to, like, Allison's research yet or anything. But already, just because of how you know of her, it's a totally different setting yes. of how I have heard of her. Yeah. So, I was introduced to Baba Yaga a few months ago because my brother bought me a goddess oracle for my birthday. And I've been, I've said this on, I think, the previous episode. I've been really into oracle cards lately. And so, I've been pulling for some people. And the Baba Yaga card has been popping up for multiple Mm -hmm. people and um it's really interesting when I work with the oracle because it's like I have cards that I've only pulled for me and then I've had cards that like when I've pulled for people multiple times like the repeat like there are cards that will repeat but the Baba Yaga card has been a card that again has shown up 
in multiple instances for multiple people. Mm -hmm. And I actually, since it was a goddess oracle, assumed she was a goddess. And I don't want to take away the fact that, yes, she's a deity. And Mm -hmm. I guess you could kind of put that as a goddess. But I did not. That's not at all. But that is not at all. When I started to do research, kind of who she is and what she, she, like, which embodies embodies and encompasses and so i actually have my goddess oracle little book right here um and you can't see the card she's she's really pretty wow um and she's like on her well we'll talk a little bit about (laughs) her and and how she looks but i wanted to first of all her card embodies the wild woman Mm -hmm. that sounds appropriate Uh, yeah just the fact that you got this in your oracle deck though was what threw me off initially because I was like wait what your oracle deck but I won't say anymore continue yeah so actually in uh this booklet when you pull a card there's a little booklet and then it like goes into detail about the goddess and then what that card can mean and what that card can mean for you and what's going on in your life but I believe so the goddess oracle is created by Amy Sophia Marashinsky so I'll put that in like the summary if anybody's interested in looking into it but I believe she has a little like poems that have been channeled from the deity so like channeling like tiffany channels gods and goddesses Mm -hmm. these are little poems that are channeled from like yeah the deity the goddess and so i want to read baba yaga's really quickly because i think it'd be really cool and so again her card embodies the wild woman and it is i walk in the forest and speak intimately with the animals i dance barefoot in the rain without any clothes i travel on pathways that i make myself and in ways that suit me. My instincts are alive and razor sharp. My intuition and sense of smell are keen. I freely express my vitality, my sheer exuberant joyfulness to please myself because it is natural. It is what needs to be. I am the wild, joyous life force. Come and meet me. Okay. First, I have goosebumps. Second, if I can embody anything, I'd want to embody her. Third, okay (laughs) I think this is a conversation we're gonna have like a little bit after I go through like the mythology specifically like a really famous story for her because I feel like we need to have that background before we start the conversation but I wanted to kind of plant that seed for Mm -hmm. you to think about when we after we talk more about Baba Yaga Mm -hmm. um so actually I can just read her mythology from this book um because it basically is everything that I've, yeah. I've already researched, but just putting it in a very, like, concrete yeah. way. So she's a Slavic birth, um, death, wild goddess. She rode around in a mortar, uh, so an extremely hard bowl. It's what I think about when you make, like, guacamole or something. Like mortar like, and Yeah, like metal, yeah. mortar and pestle. So, like, even, you guys can't see the card. Maybe I'll link a picture of the card to the website. Like, she's driving oh, on a mortar, a mortar and pestle. Is. Yeah, like, she sits in the bowl, and then the pestle is like a a little her steering (laughs) stick and like I think if you look up pictures of her you can see like why do I love less beautiful pictures than this but like kind of same vibe same what she's riding so again I'll link a picture to the website if anybody wants to see it um Oh, so yeah, like uh, extremely hard bowl used with a pestle to grind uh, grain, nuts, etc. Her ways were fierce and wild, deep and penetrating, and could be interpreted as grinding a way uh, that was um, extraneous. And so Baba Yaga's hut is very famous Mm -hmm. um, because with most of her mythology, um, most of the stories around her um, and center her, people find her hunt, her, her hunt. 
<laughs> people hunt for her. People find her hut. That's where all of her stories take place. And she doesn't look for anybody. Everybody tends to find her. So it's not like she goes out and, like, you'll find her on the street and, like, things will happen. It's people will find her hut and that's when the story will take place. Mm -hmm. Um, But the hut is really interesting because it's stood on chicken legs so it can roam around. Um, Like, the hut has chicken legs so it can, like, walk. Um, I've weirdly heard of that. Yeah, and (laughs) it, like, it dances. It can move. It can, It can move and dance. Um, her time of death was autumn, for she was the life force present in the harvested grain. Oh. And uh, in Russia, this goddess was transformed into a witch who lived deep in the forest and ate children, which and is the Baba Yaga we're yes. going to be talking about today. And that's the more the Baba Yaga that I'm familiar with, that yes. she's a witch who eats children. It's a very interesting, wor- like, it's very interesting wording, because, like, I didn't actually go into that, but it's like, you know how... Um, different cultures can adopt different, Mm -hmm. like, figures into their mythology. It makes me wonder if Baba Yaga has, like, kind of, like, a a predated version that was, you know, almost switched into the Switch character, but wasn't exactly that when she first started. That's interesting. And, like, I don't know enough of her background to know, but, like, I do, from, like, the media that I've seen her in and associated with her, with her it is like not like straightforward like in terms of like she eats children but more like soul consuming kind of yeah. like that yeah. like not physically necessarily eating yeah um and also like if you think like they are this is based in like slavic origins there are like even slav slavic origins have like there's like proto origins mm. in like indo-european yes, languages yeah. and so we all know those are all tied like to so many myth- yes. mythologies potentially came from like one place you know mm-hmm. what i mean or yeah. at least one vision one so- vision and then kind of branched off exactly um they also in her mythology she's she's it's she's an ambiguous character because it's like she's this uh, quote unquote like evil witch character but mm-hmm. also can be kind of um alluded to as like a mother nature sort of being as well so she holds like this this like evilness but also like this matronly like mother so it's like she has a duality yeah she definitely has a duality that's what it means like the poem that you read Mm -hmm. um sounds more along the lines of like um being free being free and yeah like the adventurous and less I I think it's dark again we haven't gone into like the stories yet and Mm -hmm. I want to go into the stories but um it's very much like being a wild woman she's a woman on her own she lives in her hut she does her own thing she has servants you know uh it's this very like I just living in the forest is very primal this very like natural life where she doesn't live by the rules of anybody else I feel like it's that that makes me feel like I can see why some people might have morphed her into a like a bad or negative kind of an entity because like look at all how like women over time are depicted as negative mm-hmm. when they're like like for instance this is like a sidetrack that I yeah. hope you don't mind I go yeah, on go to for it. which I actually wanted to talk to you about um yesterday with our circle that we did which yeah I'm sure we'll mention later yeah um I had been babysitting a week ago and um the person I was babysitting was mentioning something about being burned at the stake because like someone mm. was a witch and I was just like 
just so you know, like a lot of people that were burned at the stake were just burned because of the fact that they they weren't maybe they were witches, some of them. Yeah. But I was like, they were just different yeah. from the rest of society mm-hmm. and people that were in part of quote unquote mainstream society, or at least who had the say so threatened by felt, that felt threatened and then wanted to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they were people that were just different or followed different beliefs or or practiced differently. Yes. Or they live their lives differently. And then, so, like, for me, like, I just had this conversation with, like, this girl about this. And oh my God. so, like, this is what kind of it what kind it of, reminds like, me of. Yeah, in. like, it reminds me of It's, like, this lady who, ha- like, maybe lives more on the wild side yeah. could be then interpreted. And transformed into this yes. woman who, like, eats children and is yes. looking to, like, harm you. Exactly. Like, yeah. um... Okay, but anyway, so Sorry. no, Thanks it's okay. It's okay. I just gotta. I know I need to get back on track because I can just fly. <laughs> I can fly away. Like it's on your mortar. Um, so yeah, on my mortar and pestle. Like literally, <laughs> seriously. Um. So Baba Yaga is normally depicted as an older woman, or in I didn't really find any stories, but she can also be depicted as a trio of sisters. Okay. Also known, all known as Baba Yaga. Um. They're skinny. They have iron teeth. Um, and so this is really interesting. So there's a book series and I recently recommended it to you, Throne of Glass. Yes. And there's a coven of witches in, in that book series. And so when I was learning what Baba Yaga looked like and was kind of depicted as, I immediately thought of Baba Yellowstone, who is one of the like coven matrons, like in the book series. And when I looked it up, it's, it's, um, a book series written by Sarah J. Mass, if anybody's curious and wants to look it up. But she had actually said that this character was based off of Baba Yaga. That's like this, awesome. This coven matron who's... Oh, wait, I don't even want to say it. I don't want to spoil anything. But the... Baba Yellowstone does have iron teeth. Mm. There, the, there's a coven of witches that all have iron teeth oh, and wow. are known about that. So That's when I so found particular. out, yeah. So when I found out she had iron teeth, I immediately thought of this book series, so and cool. so it was like, oh wow, I did kind of know about this figure before I even yeah. knew about this figure. It's like just mythology popping up. Um, oh, also, there's like some things people say that she's like really good friends with death. Like, she'll, like, hang out with Death when he's going to do his job, and she'll, like, devour newly released souls. So that's, like, another, like, like, little tidbit, little rumor about her. Um, And then um, with her stories, uh, she's very much there. Yes, she's kind of the antagonist of the stories, but she's there to help the hero grow. Okay. If that makes sense. Definitely. And we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, because, again, she bounces in between this, like, maternal mother nature figure and being, like, this wicked witch, uh, this villain character. And so the story I want to talk about, I actually have two stories, um, but they're they're similar. They're actually kind of base, basically the same story, but there's some significant differences. Um, and I just want to talk about each one, what I think about each one. But the most famous story that has Baba Yaga in it, and pr- from what I learned, could possibly be one of the most famous Russian fairy tales of all time, is um, Veselisa 
the beautiful. And so it's a Cinder- it's almost a Cinderella story. I've never heard of this. I know a lot of Cinderella like offshoot. I don't want to mm-hmm. say offshoots, but like spin-offs, like yeah, different versions. Different versions. Yeah. That's what I should say. And I've never heard of this version. But um like what we would know from like Cinderella and like I'm talking like not that it's the main one, but like I'm talking like the Disney version, you know, yeah. she's got a stepmother with two evil stepsisters. Like this is the version everybody knows. Um same thing. Vasilica, I want to call her, I'm going to say it because I might slip up. I want to call her Vasilica, but her <laughs> name is not Vasilica. It's Vasilisa. Okay. Vasilisa, um, her mother passes away. Okay. Um, and so her father decides to remarry. And so now she has a stepmother and two stepsisters. Um, the difference is now before Vasilisa's mother passes away, she gives her this magic doll. And with this magic doll, the mother in her dying breath says, if you feed the doll, the doll will do, um, you can ask the doll advice if you're ever in trouble and the doll will help you out. Um, So her mother passes away. She has this doll. Um, Like the typical Cinderella story, Vasilisa, uh, her stepmother makes her do chores, chores, chores. But Vasilisa's secret is she actually feeds the doll and the doll does all the chores while she's sitting like under a tree braiding her hair all day. And so as she grows up, she becomes more beautiful and beautiful and beautiful. And her stepmother and stepsisters think that she's just doing all the chores because she was always able to get them done done and do it on time. And so again, she's braiding her hair, becoming more beautiful. And so the stepmother one night gives all three of the sisters work to do. And like one had to knit, the other one had to create lace. And Vasilisa um, was supposed to uh, spin thread, I think. Okay. Um, but it started to get late in the day and the sisters wanted to get her out of the house. And so they needed a light. And they were like, we're going to force you to go to Baba Yaga's house. Um at the edge of the forest to get a light and Vasilisa being our heroine decides that yes she absolutely needs to go to Baba Yaga's house (laughs) to get a light for her two stepsisters and um goes and walks to their house um even though they all know the rumors that Baba Yaga eats people like this was not like a like uh she goes to her house and finds that out the hard way it was like everybody knows (laughs) aware everybody's aware of Baba Yaga's reputation Yeah, and so what's really interesting is that as she's walking, she has these horsemen who um, pass her by. And so she's walking, and the first one passes by, and it's a horseman with a white horse, and he's wearing all white. Um, And then a horseman who's wearing all red, and his horse is red. And then eventually we have a horseman who's wearing all black with a black horse. And these are actually supposed to depict the dawn, the day, and the night. Mm, So we can kind of have an idea of when these horsemen pass, what time of the day it is, how many days have passed. Like, it's kind of like a timely... Yeah, um, a marker. A marker, exactly. Um, So, yeah, so as she's walking, these, these horsemen pass. So I just wanted to, like bring that up because I thought that was a pretty cool element yeah, of the definitely. story. Um, so it takes her a whole day to get there. And I was like, what was the point of going? Because the, yeah. the sisters needed the light at night. But, they just you know, wanted to feed her to Baba Yaga. Exactly. They wanted to feed her to Baba Yaga. So, um, Wait, I just have a question. Yes. Why? Well, no, continue. All right, I'll just, yeah, I'll just continue. Well, no, why, well, if she gets, like, her doll thing to do all the chores for her, why didn't she just send the doll to Baba Yaga? I don't know if the doll, 
she would have to continuously feed the oh, doll. Oh, you're maybe. right. And if like, it's you, like more you than a... have to feed the doll in order for. You're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This so is a big journey. Probably. Also, then we wouldn't have the story. Right? You wouldn't yeah. have the story, and who knows how long that doll's allowed to be by itself? Like, True. you know what I mean? It's like either way, I feel like Vasilisa would have to go go yeah. with the doll. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. So, I mean, I'm still like. I'm just so like I wouldn't go. Like I, I know, I'm just like screw you. Like I'm just like a hideout like, a very, in like, my backyard. Different, like modern woman. Like I'm not going to go get light for you. I but, would again, hide out in the backyard, then get some like flint and we, rocks, and then like light a little fire for them. But we wouldn't have a story if we do that. So anyway, sure. so she gets to Baba Yaga's hut. It's on chicken legs. Oh, also, what I didn't mention is that Baba Yaga also is known. Her hut has a fence of bones. Oh, okay. So like skulls and like the super gate. inviting. Yeah, like, it's, like, you know, you have, like, the femur is, like, the little stakes. Like, I don't know. Wow. I'm just picturing it like okay. that. Um, and so Baba Yaga invites her in. And as they walk in together, um, these things go to attack her. So the gates try to attack, like, try not to let her in. But yeah. Baba Yaga gives the permission for Vasilisa to come in. The tree tries to hit her. Mm -hmm. But Baba Yaga says, no, I've invited her in. Um, there's a dog that tries to attack her and a cat. Uh, that tries to scratch her and it's the same exact things um baba yaga invited her in so these things can't hurt her okay but baba yaga makes it very clear that i gave you the permission to come in you cannot leave because they will attack you on okay. your way out like like they, they you don't have permission to leave so they're going to stop you yeah and so uh anyway uh Baba Yaga gives her tasks to do. And okay. what does what does Vasilisa do? She has the doll finish ah, all the tasks. Okay. She feeds the doll because Baba Yaga, it's, she's shown, like, eating, like, a ridiculous amount of food and just gives Vasilisa a little piece of bread. Of course. But the little piece of bread goes to the doll, and the doll always completes the task because Baba Yaga is waiting for Vasilisa to fail in her tasks, but she right. never does. And so Baba Yaga finally gives up, and she tells her servant to make a bath because she wants to, like roast her up and get her all squeaky oh, clean okay. and Vasilisa decides she has to leave. So um, Vasilisa, as she tries to escape, um, actually gives um, a handkerchief to the servant. So the service, the servant decides to take a really long time to like fill the bath. So like, oh, yeah. Like stalling. Yeah. And then Vasilisa decides to escape and she gives the cat a pie she gives the dog bread she gives the tree a ribbon and she greases the gates and they all allow her to escape because wow. she had given something to them she's clever she's very clever she's very i guess quote unquote client a uh, kind and then you see the black horseman riding when she gets out okay. and so that means we're in the dark of the night and she <laughs> In the deck of the night, I will find her. You know Anastasia? Yes, but okay. <laughs> I have not seen it in a very long time. Sorry. <laughs> she was like, what? what? Is this Broadway? Like, did we just break into a musical? Oh, well, Anastasia, I'm sorry. But anyway, it's super dark, and she asks the doll to help her, and the doll grabs a skull from the fence because the skull, like, the, um, Skulls actually glow once. Was the, that the light that she needed I, to bring I, back? I don't think it was. That, so, wait, like we haven't even gotten to oh, it. Oh boy, we haven't even gotten to it. So anyway, the doll. So every time night passes, every time this like black horse passes, um, passes, um, 
and the the fence starts to grow the specifically grow <laughs> glow <laughs> specifically the skull and the so she's able to like navigate because of the skull glowing okay and so she oh that's yes. like one of the fairies that we learned about it's kind of like it almost reminds me of the dolhan like the glowing oh skull yeah like the glowing yeah yeah but anyway so um baba yaga questions all those things, the gates, the cat, the dog, the tree, why they didn't, why they allowed her to escape. And so all of these beings, all the tree, the gates, everything had been there for 10 years and Baba Yaga had given them nothing. Mm. And so because of that, they were like, well, she gave me this and she gave me this and you never gave me anything. So they decided to help her. And so she gets home, the skull literally has like laser beam eyes and what and burns the mother and the stepsisters <gasps> to ashes oh my god wait what yeah what yeah where is yep. this thing that like i want one <laughs> oh my god yeah and so now she never has to deal with her stepmother and her stepsisters. That, like that her father she- is on like a merchant trip like her father's just not around to yeah. like see any of this going on and um then she buries the skull and out grows a rose bush and now now to finish our cinderella story this is um, my favorite cinderella story she leaves home and she just like makes home with like i guess another old woman in the village okay and so um she (laughs) vasilisa actually decided to do some work of her own and like decided to like make this extremely beautiful cloth and the old woman was like this and and vasilisa tells the old woman she's like oh go out into town and you can sell this cloth and the old woman is like, nah, this is too good for the townspeople. I'm going to bring it to the um, Tsarevich. Tsarevich? I think that's like the eldest son of the Tsar. Right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, a, a Tsarevich. I think that's what you call it. Anyway, Tsarevich. Yeah. And so she brings it to him as a present. And he showers the old lady with like all presents because he was in love with the fabric. And then he actually calls upon the old lady afterwards and was like, I want shirts made of, out of this fabric like he wanted a shirt from it and so he was she was like okay like actually the girl who created it is Vasilisa and they meet and they fall in love and get married happily ever after and so she moves into the castle the dad I guess when he gets home decides to move into the castle with him no like with them no questions asked and the old lady moves into the castle and that's how the story ends wait what (laughs) Wait, but what happened to Baba Yaga? And like, Baba she Yaga, was just like there. Yeah, Baba she was Yaga. Just like, oh, I'm trying to eat you, but I'm not. I nice think. And- okay, so this is the most famous story. I think I get there it. There is another story okay. that I'm. I think I'm gonna tell after like a little break. Okay. After like our little break, um, that I think encompasses how important Baba Yaga is for growth for heroes. Okay. Better than this one. Yeah, because this sounded more like, like, don't get me wrong, like, it, was, the, I, it yeah. showed, like, like kindness will get you further yes. than, like, demand. You know, kind of a deal. But I can't wait to read you the other story. Yeah, because, because her this story did. is not, like, this is the most famous one, so I definitely wanted to tell it. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. like, 
kind of cute and it's a I little love it. it's crazy I, and it's I a little out of the average but i actually like the other one better and okay. it's very similar to this one but there's just those little changes those little tweaks that just make the other story so much better oh, so, I'm so let's take a little bit of a break okay. and then we'll we'll come back okay So now I want to tell you the story of Baba Yaga and Natasha, okay. which was a story I found while I was kind of researching different, um, just like folklore about her and different stories. She's involved in like a whole ton of stories. There's like a Hansel and Gretel type story. Um, there's like a magical swan geese like story okay. that she's a part of. Um, but I found this story, Baba Yaga and Natasha, and it reminded me a lot of Vasilisa, but there were... Again, like I said before, some changes. Um, so Natasha and her father had a very happy life. Um, her mother, I guess, uh, died when she was young or, or um, yeah, like, or I want to say before she was born, but <laughs> obviously that's not the case. <laughs> but very, she was very young and her and her father would take tea together and they would play and they had a very happy relationship. But like life happens and her father decides that it's time to remarry and so he remarries a woman who becomes her evil stepmother there's no stepsisters in this story um but the stepmother um really did not like natasha and decided to blame everything uh that like everything um bad that happened she blamed on natasha and the father believed the of wife course. of course um so one day the evil stepmother decided that she wanted Natasha to go away and what do you do you send the children to Baba Yaga's of house of course of course and so the stepmother would make her clean the house like tidy up so again that like Cinderella-esque aspect to it um and so one day the evil stepmother goes to Natasha and says I need a needle and thread from your auntie and this sounds so weirdly familiar. Oh, but really? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's probably just because... the needle and thread, right, like yeah. this section of it. Like, sorry. Continue. No, 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 no. Of course. Um. So yeah, they needle and thread, and she sends her to Baba Yaga, who she pretends uh, is her sister. Oh, she pretends that Baba wow. Yaga is her sister okay. to ask for a needle and thread, knowing that Natasha, yeah, would not come back. Wow. Um, so, of course, as the Baba Yaga stories happen, we end up at her hut with the chicken legs and all that stuff. And um, while she's going to the gates of Baba Yaga's house, she decides that the gates are a little squeaky and she puts oil on the gates. Okay. Then um, Baba Yaga's servant is crying as she's doing her work and she gives her her handkerchief. Okay. So she could... Yeah. lot her tears the handkerchief had food inside it so it was like a soiled handkerchief but she took out her food to put in her pocket so she could give away the handkerchief Aww. to the servant see she already sounds so oh, sorry continue she does sound <laughs> so much like already like willing to care and giving yeah okay sorry. i'm gonna continue. continue um so um <laughs> not vasalisa natasha walks up to the hunt and there is a big dog sitting there. Okay. The dog is hungry. She gives Aww. her breath. Inside of Baba Yaga's house is a cat 
who wants to catch a mouse, she, she gives her so she gives him a little piece of cheese so he can catch the Aww. mouse. So this is what Natasha does. Um, Baba Yaga invites her into the house, immediately sets the servant to make a bath um, mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, child at my doorway. We eat them right away. <laughs> yeah. And so like OG, Natasha like, begs <laughs> the servant to take time mm-hmm. filling the bath. Yeah. And the servant does. Um, then the, back ca- the black cat gives her a comb okay. because the black cat warns her, listen, when you try to escape, Baba Yaga is going to chase you. He's going, she's going to chase you through the forest until you come to the Enchanted River. And Baba Yaga cannot cross the Enchanted River, but she has magical cows that can drink up all the water and, can, and she can continue to chase you. Okay. So the comb was given to Natasha because if she throws it, there'll actually be another forest that grows out and will block oh. Baba Yaga from Natasha. So Natasha can es- escape. Okay. Um, so the dog, so, um, Natasha escapes, the dog allows her to escape, uh, the hut without attacking, and then Baba Yaga chases after her, uh, but can't get past the Enchanted River, so she gets her cows to drink it all, she throws the comb, the forest is created, Baba Yaga can't get her anymore, she makes it home, and she has the courage to tell her father, because of everything that she just went through, she has the courage to tell her father everything that had gone on between her and her stepmother. Mm. And the father um, decides to leave the stepmother, and they live happily ever after as Aww, father and daughter. Oh, my God. And that is the story of Baba, and, uh, Baba Yaga and Natasha, which I personally like. I like m- that. Better. Because it, first it showed the kind, like, you had picked up, it shows her being kind before she had to be. Yeah. You know, with, I'm not saying Vasilisa isn't kind, no, but, but it was very much like she had given in the throes of yeah. everything, and this was like, no, this was before. She's like, oh, I see all these people need more help than I do, let me help them, or yeah. teachers, or whatever Exactly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And then also the creation of the comb, like I had read um, some articles on Baba Yaga and like how she could be seen as like this mother nature sort of person. And it's like, even though Baba Yaga was the villain, we see nature being created because of her. Okay. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was almost like because of this chase, like the hero has to create nature in order for the things to, like, to be safe. And then I like how she, like, had, she was, like, after all this, like, yeah. I'm gonna tell my dad, like, I'm not living with this lady. Like, it was, like, an immediate, like, you see the hero being benefited from yes. this villain character, and that's why they say, like, she can be, so, like, she's so important in the growth of the heroes uh, in her story. I really like And I felt like story. it really encompassed in this one, not so much Vasilisa. I totally see yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really definitely am more inclined to, like, I, I like this story more, I think. Yeah. I mean, both are so interesting, and don't get me wrong, laser-eyed <laughs> skull heads, skull. like... That's Lisa was just, like, a fun one. Like, it was, like, wild. it was a journey. Yeah. But, like, but this, this one, one was a little bit more concise. This one was a little bit, like... It's homey, yeah. and it's, like, nice. Yeah. It's just nice. It's just yeah. nice. I like that. Yeah. I really like that. I'm, I yeah. like, I, and I do see, like, how, like, how in, how, even though in this one, she, she's still, like, a villain, 
of Baba Yaga, mm-hmm. but she is kind of more like like the connection to the nature. Yeah. And like the more like and it was positive to escape her, yeah. but it would still the positive impact of trying to escape her. Exactly. Like, you know, like that importance of like you were in that situation, but look at what like what look at the it? good that came from it. The courage, exactly. the kindness, the, the life. The life. Yeah. And so yeah, those really were the like two that. stories that I wanted to introduce. Thank you for to you sharing. Today. I think it was it's just really interesting. She is really ambiguous. Like she yeah. is like I can see I didn't again, I hadn't heard really heard about her until like this Oracle card deck. And mm-hmm. I can see why she would like this thing that she embodies would be in there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I totally yeah. see what you mean. And I was like, while you read that poem, I was like, even though I knew of her as more of, like, a darker kind of negative yeah. entity. Mm-hmm. When you were reading the poem, I was like, oh, I can see, like, how she could have been misinterpreted yeah. into this, mm-hmm. kind of. Exactly. Whether it was, like, misinterpreted or purposefully done, like, I can see that this could be her roots. Yeah, you and, know like, I mean? was kind of transformed over time. And, like, yeah. mutated into, like, this... Totally. Especially when it comes to, like, crone energy. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, she's very much, like, she... If we t- want to talk about, like, triple goddesses, which yeah. we could talk a little bit which about after this. Is, which said. she is, Which she is, because they also have the trio, trios of sisters. You have this maiden mother crone energy. And the crone energy is the one that tends to be a little bit... Um, demonized right yeah. like the older is, witch woman and again that's a yeah. matter of perception it, that yeah exactly that makes it demonized but really with crone energy it's like there's so much wisdom there like even what natasha got she got so much wisdom 100%. despite the fact that baba yaga in the story is like this uh this wicked witch mm-hmm. who wants to eat her there was wisdom in grow mm-hmm. in that growth in that courage and that escape yeah. and that kindness and like learning that, like, you can handle it. Like, you can... Yeah. Like, y- your evil stepmother is not worth... She's not what- as evil as me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? I can see that. You're like, stronger can, than her. I like, definitely see that crone energy yeah. in there. Yeah. Like, in these stories, too. Yeah. It's so interesting. I wonder, like, these are the stories that we have now and the stories that we know, but I wonder what other kind of, like older like more original stories that there may have been, been regarding before her. yeah it was like transmuted I'd... and plus like think like these are folklore like fairy yes. tales and fairy tales are always like you're supposed to have to be a, a little moral. dark too They're dark yeah. and also like to teach kids lessons or to warn them like, against things yeah and so like you can see how it how it's twisted like that yeah like, i wonder if it's taken out of like the moral moral story or the the, this is a lesson for you kind of a thing. I wonder, like, what her original context yes, could have perhaps Could been. have been, like, yeah. where they had kind of adapted her from. Yes, adapted because, her from. As, like, especially, don't get me wrong, as fun as, oh, yeah. as these are, it's like, I, like, the way that you describe her from the Goddess Oracle book that you have, like, I'm like, I want more of that in my life. Like, I want more of the embracing of the wild, wild and, and yourself. The natural. And, and the... to, like, it's okay to please yourself. Yes. It's okay to, like, take care of yourself first kind yes. of a thing mm-hmm. and to want what you want to and like not really be of embrace it. like not your roots like your your like family tree but like the the roots of like who you are exactly. like the, the essence of who you are and that's not defined by anything else that's not exactly. defined by your family that's not defined by the society you're living in it's defined 
strictly by you. Yes. And with her, with Baba Yaga, at least in your Oracle book, yeah. it was more about like, she's like, I'm going to dance here naked yeah. because this is what I want to do. And I yeah. love who I am. Yeah. Like kind of a thing. And I yeah. love that. Yeah. So it was Ooh. just a really interesting, like journey going from this goddess Oracle yeah. to these stories. And what's so cool is like, I did it when you first told me like, Oh, I want to do a thing about Rihanna. And I'm just like, you're like, I learned about her from my Oracle book. And I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you learned about her from a goddess <laughs> Oracle book? Like, that's, yeah. that's, it was just so surprising. But now I'm like, ooh, like, I, I, I see the connections. Yeah. 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 Ooh, I love yeah. that. So that's all I have for you Thank today. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing I mean, I, there's probably so much, like, there's yeah. so much research on her. Like, I yeah. didn't even, I don't even know if I skimmed the surface with, like, my research. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I think this kind of embodies everything that, that we need to know right now. Yeah. Baba Yaga. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, speaking, because we have a little bit of time, speaking of, like, a triple goddess, mm -hmm. did you want to talk a little bit about the goddess circle that we went to last yeah. night? Well, not virtually went yeah, to. Yeah, virtually went to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, like... So and we just do a little brief. Short, yeah, yeah. In our in our previous a couple of episodes back, we talk about Tiffany, who you mentioned earlier in this episode, who yes. is a channeler. Yeah, like, Tiffany was on the show. Yes. She is in the episodes God Goddesses and Squid Monsters. So highly recommend listening. Highly recommend to it. listening to that one. And yeah. you had participated in a goddess circle that mm -hmm. she held. Um, dedicated to ago. Artemis, mm -hmm. and we learned all about Artemis's. Um, mythos and like how she could be translated into the modern day. Artemis is all about autonomy and like choice and how we can continue to assert our choices. And so we went into a meditation with Artemis, but specifically last night we um, connected to, and I had Megan come yeah. to this one, um, Hecate, who yes. is also a triple goddess, and maiden mother crone, so um, very much similar to Baba Yaga energy, yeah. like yeah, that totally. crone energy. And like a powerful yeah. woman, wisdom, yeah. wisdom, guiding being, in the dark, being truthful to who true you yourself. are, exactly. asserting strong boundaries. It's the same kind of like energy, like that mother maiden crone energy. Yeah. I loved the first off, highly recommend you guys participate in this in the future if you can yeah. out a circle. I'm so grateful that you introduced yeah. me to Tiffany so I could take part in that. It was overwhelming in like the best sense of the word. Like the doing yeah. the meditation the meditation and the invocation of Hecate. Also just like I am interested in Hecate yeah. in general. So it was really cool. If you're interested in witchcraft witchcraft. Exactly. Like, and that's why girl. I thought it was awesome that that was like the one regardless I was going to participate in this circle. Yeah. So like just the fact that like you had that sense of community mm -hmm. and like the background knowledge and stuff like and then that we knew that we were doing Baba Yaga today. Yes. It's so it's, cool like how it ties like it together totally it definitely has that in. like energy that yes. same like powerful energy oh, yeah absolutely yeah the it. energies are very similar so yes. it was kind of cool to do that last night and now record this um oh totally the yeah. connection is like yeah. even stronger yeah um i i'll speak briefly on my experience too oh yeah it, it was i loved it i wasn't expecting it to be like 
Oh, well, actually, I expected it to be Hecate. I felt like this goddess circle was going to be um, about it, but she was never, like, a goddess, like, I was super interested in connecting to, mm-hmm. and so, like, we had, like, this brief, like, meditation period where we connect with her, and, like, I realized she has been dropping some, like, little wisdoms, like, the past couple of weeks that I was able to connect to her and, like, the conversations we were having, and so... Yeah, it was really cool. And I was like, that's something, yeah, so powerful. Something we could like bring up on the podcast. If that's something that you're like interested in and you want to learn more about, uh, definitely check out Tiffany's episode and like her Instagram handle is there and you can learn more about like gods and goddesses and connecting to them if that's something that you really want to do. Totally. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for it. I forgot to mention in the beginning that there's also, when I was doing research, a new horror movie that came out in 2020 called Baba Yaga, but I didn't watch it. So we have to watch it. We have to watch it. And we'll, we'll watch it. We'll and watch we'll get back you, to and you. we'll. I feel like we always like have to get back to. Them. Like I, we got well, a lot listen, of stuff we to have, do. We will have like a cumulative yeah. like like an episode of like, like here's all the things that maybe we told for the you. media episode. We'll see if we yes, have time. Yes, good call. Um. And then, <laughs> you found out there was, a, <laughs> yes. there was a BDSM movie in the 1970s named Baba Yaga. Because we didn't watch that one. Probably won't be on our list for a while. But uh, We're not saying it's awful. We're not so. saying it's awful. <laughs> it's just not, might not be in January's not cards. Not immediately, yeah. Yeah, but we will get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a surprise <laughs> when I watched the trailer. Yeah. I was like, oh, it looks like there's another horror movie from the 70s. Like, maybe it's based off of that, this current one. And then I was like, oh, no. no. Those are a lot of boobs. <laughs> quite, quite different. <laughs> but still, like, even all of this, like, from all the things that I've seen, Baba Yaga, and it's so varied. I mean, mm-hmm. like, everything from, like, how she was depicted in Scooby-Doo to, oh like, to, like, how she was in Supernatural oh, yeah. and everything. And and in that, like, I, it's a little less, like... She's flowy. More She's story. a flowy Yeah, character. yeah, definitely. But I love what I love you've it. introduced to me today. Like, this... Yeah. The version of her. Yes, I. It's so. It's so wisdom. By this it. crone energy. I'm so drawn to it. Yeah, I should say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for going into it. Also, of course, I'm super excited to learn more about Slavic folklore. Yes. in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm really and see excited. What sort of like other yeah little people we can learn about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, thank you so much for doing the research on this, and I of super course. appreciate it. Of course, of course. Okay, so. Um, if you want to see the Baba Yaga card that um, I had pulled for some people and that I read from the book, I'll link it to um, the article on our website. Mm-hmm. So that's out of the average pod.squarespace.com. Um, we might also put the picture up on the Instagram, and that's out of the average pod. So yeah. you can follow us there. And you can also reach out to us at our email, out of the average pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Get in touch with us. Tell us your own Baba Yaga stories that maybe mm-hmm. you grew up with or that you yeah. heard of or in some random show or book. Because trust mm-hmm. me, she's in a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. we did not mention. And so, if there's any like deities or goddesses or gods that you think would be uh, an interesting topic for the pod, also let us know. We are so open to learning more about uh, that sort of mythology. And Heck yeah, we mm-hmm. are. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you guys soon. And in the meantime, stay weird, everybody. Stay weird, friends.